The Hicks annual Easter is super hard. Derry hides eggs and booby traps around the yard. Meanwhile, Glenn's little passion play turns zombie march by end of day, catching both Wayne and McMurray completely off guard. It's Thirsty Thursday, and that means we are once again hanging out at the Produce Stand, a podcast paying tribute to the great Canadian show Letter Kenny. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other podcasts about Letter Kenny out there, but this one is zombie friendly. I'm Al, your host, and joining me in the room, as always, is the lovely Tanya, wearing her unicorn onesie. And uh, online, we have Squirrely Matt and the Vietnamese Vietnamese Victor. Damn it. Vietnamese. <laughs> I'm George. What? I fucked that up. George, got away from you. Georgia doesn't start with a V, so today you're Vietnamese. <laughs> Good luck with that. Okay. Today's lineup is Victor, Matt, Tanya, and Al. Oh, fuck. How was your week, Victor? Uh, yeah, week was pretty good. You know, obviously we uh, uh, had a, an encounter already this week with a very interesting uh, podcast on Monday. Mm-hmm. So, so that was pretty good. It was good. Tuesday, cool, actually. Fresh. <laughs> I don't know. The, the long, long weekend. weekend. Yeah, the long weekend it's fucked long, us all up. No, Tuesday was the, the Monday. Monday the Monday is silent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> yeah, this this week was, uh, has just kind of flown by and... Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I'm just thankful that again that I have uh, my son to shovel snow, so I don't have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys get a lot in the city? Yeah, we got a lot today. Mm-hmm. So, and then he was. It, it was one of those days where he just came in and then kind of felt deflated because uh, I, by the time he was done, it was kind of a new layer on the ground because it started snowing again. So, anyway, it's a good way for him to earn money right now. So, you got a, you got a lot today. We didn't get any today. Yeah, yeah, we wow. had a lot today. Well, you're in a different. Yeah. Town. <laughs> yeah, but it's not country, that far man. away. Anyway, uh, yeah, up country. I'm not a degen. Um, no, we got a ton like uh, two days ago, and like maybe a, a dusting yesterday. But I don't think we got any today, did we? I don't recall. You, you, no. you were outside making snow forts with the girls. So. Oh, yeah. I've got to stop acting like a seven year old. <laughs> All right, you need to get back on that. Right <laughs> <laughs> Either way, we're, we're we're doing better than Texas. <laughs> Uh, yes we're right yeah well at least we're better (laughs) equipped anyway uh matt how was your week (laughs) good it's good i mean (laughs) that i mean it started off great well actually i'm gonna go in reverse order the that whole hashtag not monday interview we did with brittle star (laughs) was a blast it was so much fun um, that was that was a lot of fun he was and and i hope everyone gives this one a listen Mm -hmm. i know he's not associated with the show but we definitely talked some letter kenny in there Mm -hmm. and um he was just a really fun guy to talk with. So I, I think we all enjoyed that. And um, I know I posted a little bit of this on Twitter and whatnot, but I was joking because Valentine's Day was last weekend. Mm-hmm. And wife totally won Valentine's Day this year when she surprised me with an entire broom uh, beer making setup. Like not even just one of those little shitty little plastic barrels that you put some powder in and call it beer a couple weeks. I'm talking <laughs> the full kettle, the, the, the kit to get started. Um, I got my wart chiller. I got everything and I'm good to go. Um, so we're hoping this week to, to wart chiller. So yeah, early, and this is what I've already learned. The early process in beer making is called the wart before you add all your hops and, and everything. 
um, and then you have to you have to quickly cool down when you're after you've done the the boiling process. You have to quickly cool down the beer before you put it in the fermentation. Um, so it's basically this copper coil that you stick inside um, the inside the kettle mm-hmm. and uh, run cold water through it. So it brings the temperature down really quickly. So then you can put it in the in the uh, fermentation bucket or whatever you're using, and then let it sit to uh, ferment. So yeah, I learned a lot really quickly, and I'm excited. Is it too soon to to have sampled anything yet? Like how long? Oh it- oh yeah, I'm I'm like a month out. Oh wow. Um, yeah. So even I mean I, I we're start because again I'm new to this whole thing. I'm hoping mm-hmm. to get to a point where I start making my own recipes and playing around. But we're starting with the kits first, where they provide all the grains and the extracts and the hops and everything. Basically, tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but even that, it's like there's a couple hours of putting it all together. Um, get into fermentation and then that'll sit for a week or two i believe with this recipe and then assuming all goes well i bottle it and then even bottling it's supposed to sit for a week or two again um, even before you crack your first one so um yeah i'm excited to learn all about it i've always wanted to get into this i've gone down this road a few times where i've looked up kits and setups and almost uh put out the cash to start playing around but just didn't do it so it's here. It's now. And uh, I think wife also looks at it as an investment because we spend a fortune beer. So she's like, figure <laughs> it out and uh, start making us beer. So it's uh, it's going to be a fun road ahead. Oh, Super cool. There you go. Okay. Are you going to make your own label? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's coming. I, I figured I'll make the... I'm going to work on the marketing even before I finish my first batch. Oh, you so know what? make sure you, you gotta, do a, you gotta pitch. A, a produce stand batch yeah, that gotta, we could uh, send out to our patrons. And, you got to pitch uh, the, the poppers. Yeah. Poppers. Poppers. Yeah, <laughs> right? poppers needs a new place. Yeah, there, I guess. There right is here. no actual beer. Poppers beer, is there? There is. Well, there was. There was. But the uh, was, the yeah. uh, brewer that makes them um, no longer makes them. Stack Brewing. Anyway, I've got... I'm actually... Yeah. Got something that I'm going to read about that in a, in a little bit, but first we need to hear about Tanya's week. Uh, my week was uh, it's been busy. Holy, it's been very busy. Uh, we went tobogganing again, and as Alan mentioned, I um, have taken to fort building now uh, <laughs> with her seven year old, and I have got to stop acting like a child because my body is really, really sore now, and. Uh, yeah, the things that uh, parents are going through um, to try to um, help their little ones out while they have no playmates and it's just breaking me. So, but it's a lot of fun at the same time. So my, uh, my Fitbit definitely got uh, a workout and now I'm all cozy in my onesie. Yeah, we had a lot of fun again. this. <laughs> it was a long weekend this past weekend, as you guys know, and it was also Valentine's Day. Uh, was it Sunday? Sunday. So Valentine's Sunday. Day Sunday, and then Monday was a was a day off for family day for for the long weekend. So we we enjoyed. We went back to, and and Saturday was just a gorgeous, gorgeous day. Lots of snow, lots of sun. Was so that a Sunday? That was Saturday, I think. Uh, we enjoyed uh, our our secret toboggan hill that not too many people know about, and uh, yes. posted some videos of that on on the chat, and uh, got some fun replies. Uh, and then, yeah, of course, Brittle, Brittle Star on Tuesday was uh, so much fun. I can't wait until it's uh, it's uh, out and available for everyone on our feed to to listen because I think it was a really yes. fun episode. And and like like yeah, too bad we don't have control over that either, right? Well, we <laughs> no, we we have to reward <laughs> our patrons. I, we I'm just kidding. today just today we got a nice little raise from one of them, and we want to thank him for that, uh, yeah. Chad. And and uh, uh, absolutely. Oh, and the other thing that's happened, he thought he was paying a phone bill, and he didn't realize. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> Man, just don't tell him. Anyway, um, 
The other cool thing that's been happening as a result of this podcast is we've we've we're spawning other podcasts. Uh, we, uh, our buddy Stephen Walker, started one, the Guys Review podcast, a, a couple of months ago, and and uh, they got a few there are a few episodes in, and now our buddy uh, Melbourne Jack in Australia is starting up a com- a community podcast. Uh, and you know what? I'm a I'm a bad friend because I don't have the name of it on the tip of my tongue here. It's 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 community. And it is somebody, you know, tap dance while I look for the name of this podcast. Come on. Has he launched it already or is it in a works? Oh, there we go. Great. Perfect. Thank you, Victor. Uh, He just uh, started the Twitter account today. It's going to be called the Greendale Human Podcasters. So uh, Greendale, I think, is the name of the school that they all go, the the community college in the show. Uh, And uh, you can... You can, in fact, already uh, subscribe to it because I did on my podcatcher. Uh, so wherever you get podcasts, look it up and check it out if you're a fan of community, which I am. So I, I already messaged him and said, I've subscribed and I'm looking forward to doing the homework for your show. So uh, that should be fun. And uh, our buddy Chad, uh, I don't know if he was just joking around today, but he tweeted out that he's always wanted to start his own podcast. He just doesn't know what he wants to 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 do it about. So I offered him a suggestion from Victor saying that he should call it the um, uh, 3M. Uh, uh, oh, crap. What's what's the name of the show? Fargo. Fargo. Yeah. yeah. The 3M Fargo cast. Uh, and then he could just take it from there. So I don't know. if. He'll... <laughs> And that's just an allusion to uh, f- to last week's episode when uh, <laughs> when Victor, because th- uh, uh, Chad's from Minneapolis, right, from Minnesota, and yeah. uh, when we thanked him, uh, Victor decided to thank him from for everything that everything good that's come out of Minnesota, including 3M and Fargo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there are other good things that have come out of there, but uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Kirby Tuckett. Oh yeah, there you go. Is yeah. he from from Minnesota? He played. I don't in know, but I, but he's famous for being on for for playing for the Twins. So, yeah, so probably he's not from Minnesota, but a triple D. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another uh, thing I'd like to uh, give a quick shout out to our friends over at Find Me a Brewery. Uh, it's an, the United States Craft Beer Brewery Guide. So um, uh, sadly, because it's in the U.S., Matt, when you you know when you put out your first batch, I don't think uh, you know they'll review it, or maybe they will if you send them a free. Example: uh, If you're in the U.S. and into beer, and really who listening to this podcast isn't, then you'll likely find something interesting over at FindMeABrewery.com. They've got a beer blog, beer reviews, and a list of local craft breweries near you. Uh, if you're for you Letter Kenny fans, even though they're an American site, they did do a feature review of the Pupper's Premium Lager uh, that you should really check out. They review the beer, they talk about Letter Kenny, and uh, even the brewery responsible for Pupper's, which was st- Stack Brewing. Um, I'll post a link to it on our site. We're just doing a bit of a link exchange there. They, they've posted our uh, Kate Trevor Wilson review on uh, on their uh, Puppers review. So we're, we're doing a little quid pro quo there. So that's findmeabrewery.com. Check them out. Uh, they're really good guys. And uh, speaking of support, uh, we have 19 new Twitter followers this week. Uh, so here's the uh, roll call. Uh, Dinner Blum. Annette Alley from King, North Carolina. Kyle Miller from Omaha, Nebraska. Connor McKenney from Kent, Ohio. Glenn Baltzel from East Greenbush, New York. Enema. Uh, Pizza Time. Brad Lunsford. Jason. Ken Carpenter. Catherine. 
Daphna Mills from Victoria, BC. Uh, oh man, uh, what's this? BK. How do you? I'm going to say Banta or Kanta from Kanta uh, Potter from Uttara, Dhaka, Bangladesh. I do believe that might be our first follow from uh, Bangladesh. KLW, Joe Bino or Benno, Lou Graff from Georgia. Uh, probably in the States, uh, Victor, don't get excited. Billy Buttery from Toronto. Uh, Billy is actually a camera camera op on Letterkenny. So now that he's made the uh, uh, mistake of following us, I'm going to reach out to see if he wants to come on the show, on the podcast. Um, Paul says, Nanu Nanu Shazbots. I think he's a Mork and Mindy fan. I and, love Mork and Mindy. Yeah, me too. And Greendale Human Podcasters. Oh, hey, it's our buddy Pan, uh, uh, Melbourne Jack from uh, from Australia and his podcast. So uh, thank you all for uh, le- uh, following and hopefully listening to the podcast. Where was uh, Anima from? She, uh, he, or she, he or she didn't say so. <laughs> oh, I, I, sorry, I, I trampled all over that uh, that that joke. That was a good a good line there. Oh, oh. <laughs> I find me funny, so it's yeah. all good. <laughs> Well, don't bore us. Get to the chorus. Last week, we recapped and reviewed episode six of season five. Great day for Thunder Bay with our special guest, Chad. That episode got a fresh rating from Matt, Chad and myself and a clearance from Tanya and Victor. So order has been restored in the world. Uh, According to our scientific Twitter (laughs) Twitter poll, 77.8% agreed with Matt, Chad and myself, while only 22.2% agreed with Tanya and Victor. Uh, This week, we recap recap and review the Letterkenny East special super hard easter uh victor have you done your homework i have done my homework yeah matt have you done your homework twice oh tanya have you done your homework yes (laughs) and i've done my homework so let's get started We start with the cold open. We begin on a musical montage of someone in a candlelit workshop decorating Easter eggs. This person is also looking through a notebook with hand-scribbled notes, cutouts of Easter bunnies, maps, and different color swatches. If it wasn't for the Easter bunnies, it might look like the scene of a serial killer planning his next target. Uh, In one of the cutout images, we see the Easter bunny mounting a chicken. Uh, We finally see that the person decorating the eggs is Derry, who has this maniacal look on his face. And as he admires his work, he says to his dog, this is going to be a super hard Easter and we cut to the theme. So that was a bit of a different kind of cold open uh, from uh, letter Kenny here. Uh, Victor, what did you think? Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was, you know, different. It was, it was, uh, I liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was not much there to chew on, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Matt, what'd you think? Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it set the stage. I mean, mm-hmm. I like these, um, ho- holiday episodes, I guess mm-hmm. they, they kind of don't play by their own rules. So it was fun. It definitely felt like a creepy horror movie opening or revenge plot in the, in the brewing. So, mm-hmm. uh, no, I thought it, I thought it set the stage and played well into the rest of the episode. Dan? To, to be honest, oh. before uh, we got to see, uh, Barry, I wasn't sure if I was starting to watch the correct show. It did so. look yeah. very different. For, it was a very, yeah. What did you think? Yeah. Dan? I, I thought the same thing. I was wondering if it was the correct show. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of wish that they had have done the, um, Derry's, I know, I know what they were doing, but I really, I, I love it when he's giddy and he's excited about <laughs> something. It like, it just makes everything else like very 
it, it just makes it fun when he giggles at himself mm-hmm. and he gets all excited. And, and I like that side of him. But anyways, this was a, a different take on, yeah. on a cold open and, uh, the, the, and, and his character. Well, we get a little bit of giddy, uh, dairy later. Um, I, th- yeah, it was very, very different cold open from what we're used to. I thought it looked gorgeous. So it was very, yeah. a very nicely shot framed, uh, montage like uh I'm, I'm actually looking forward now to having uh, danny ellis on um in a couple of weeks to ask her about that scene and and you know how much how much to say she well, well she's she's art director so maybe it's more of a director director <laughs> job to 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 stage that kind of scene but it's it looked really nice and rich and, yeah. and with all the candles and the lighting was really nice and Derry just makes a really good creepy looking like i could see him playing a serial killer on an on another yeah. show or something well and you're right it'd be great to talk to her i mean from my understanding the art director i mean yes director sets the shots well the cinematographer mm-hmm. in combination with director set the shots and what to do but art director has a huge say in what's within the shot so mm-hmm. the all the objects and items, you know, the McMurray scenes from um, what was a couple episodes back when they're at the McMurray's house. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of college to a lot of things mm-hmm. in and around their house. It'd be interesting to talk about that one mm-hmm. as well. And, and I'm sure she had a big play in what went into those scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, even even uh, the notebook, the contents of that notebook and how it's all like scribbled in. And it looks like maybe mm-hmm. something he, he wrote in as a child or, or unless he's really got that kind of handwriting as an adult, who knows. But uh, yeah, it was very, um, uh, yeah, everything was very deliberate and very well like designed and, and kind of, yeah, for aesthetically pleasing. Uh, but in, yeah, as far as cold opens go, like there was nothing funny about it really. I mean, the, the, uh, Derry's little line at the end there might've been amusing, I guess. But, uh, other than that, it was, it was more to set a mood for, for the rest of the scene, the episode. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> All right, so we go uh, out of the theme into scene one. The Hicks are in the kitchen. Wayne is complaining that it's a bit drafty. Katie's sitting there wrapped in a blanket. She suggests the guys get just get a blanket because she's really toasty. But it's not cold enough for blankets, according to Wayne and Squirrely Dan. Uh, in hops Derry wearing bunny ears and hopping like a bunny. <laughs> After getting made fun of by Wayne and Squirrely Dan for his appearance, uh, Derry declares that everything is in place for the super hard Easter egg hunt. It's his turn this year. You know what? I know we all like a good tradition. You don't fuck with tradition, big brother. Not even for birthday parties, people don't especially love. <laughs> well, I was just saying, I know that we all like a good tradition, but this is the silliest tradition that we got going. Like, I'd rather kick rocks. I love the little call back there to super soft birthday that Derry makes. <clears throat> uh, Katie starts to overrule Wayne's objection, uh, but not before Wayne interrupts to recount a story he heard from McMurray about some dude he saw it at the airport in the washroom with his iPad on top of the urinal, working on it while rocking a piss. What could be so urgent, says Swirly Dan, and Wayne agrees. Back to Wayne's objection, though. Uh, Katie overrules him. As you guys know, it's tradition to have an Easter egg hunt around the farm. But. No buts. But. But what? Did I know that Easter is a bastardized version of a pagan holiday based on rebirth because it's set in the spring? I don't know what to do. Did I know that it's a Christian version of a Jewish holiday called Passover that Jesus was actually probably celebrating while he was getting taken by the Romans at the behest of the Pharisees? Fair seems like you're being a little bit of a smart aleck over there, Katie. Then no more buts. She she really punched your tickets on that one, bud. I will not have you ruining another perfectly good holiday or tradition with your humbuggery. Uh, Screwly Dan thinks Wayne is more of a curmudgeon. Derry thinks he's more of a poopy pants. Wayne? Okay. Do you like peppers? 
I like buffers. I like Gossenbrew. I like Gossenbrew. Well, but. no buts. We get to drink both all day. So I say we just get this rig rolling with the least amount of humbuggery, curmudgery, or poop pantsery as possible, shall we? <laughs> poop pantsery. Yeah, I know, like you can put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and there's there's g- giggling Derry there. Uh, Derry goes over the rules for the hunt despite Wayne's objections. Each year, one of us is tasked with painting and hiding Easter eggs all around the farm. Can confirm. The rules are as follows. Okay. With the help of clues provided by your host, who is moi, you find the eggs. And if you find an egg, you do a shot of Gustin Brew and you chug a puppers. But no drinking until you find an egg. Squirrely Dan finds a flaw in the rules of this hunt. If I finds an eggs, I only get to have one poppers and one shots of Gus and Bruce. So what's my incentive to find an eggs? I feel much more motivated to find some booby traps. Because I want to be doing as many shots as I can, don't I? You definitely do. Not sure if that was a compliment or not, Miss Katie's, but I'm going to take it as one. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's spot on here. This, this is no different than drinking games I used to play. I mean... If you're really good at some of these games, you don't end up drinking. So there's actually benefit in being really terrible at some of these games, depending on what your preferred outcome is. So, I mean, I guess the funny part to that is the fact that this sounds like something that they've done year over year over year for Lord knows how many years. And is this the first time uh, Squirrely Dan's actually found like a a problem with the rules? And speaking of those drinking games, Mm. actually, we have uh, bought Connect Four and it's a ping pong game. Oh, yeah. And I'm teaching Owen now at 14 how to play that game and be accurate accurate on his shots so that he doesn't get to be that drunk boy. It's it's a pretty cool it's training. A, uh, connect, training connect four with training. you got to bounce the balls into the thing. It's really cool. Uh, next scene, <laughs> Glenn is sitting at the gym crying. Riley and Jonesy ask him what he's doing there. He didn't even realize where he was. Riley and Jonesy ask Glenn why he's so bummed. Glenn's sad because it's Easter and he doesn't have a congregation anymore and he wants to put on a passion play. Riley and Jonesy love participating in theater, so they volunteer to help out. But when Glenn tells them the play is about Jesus's trial, suffering, and death. The jocks are less enthusiastic, but Glenn insists the role of Jesus Christ was the role he was born to play. So Riley and Jonesy uh, offer to help out. Uh, Glenn asks them if they'd like to be his burly Roman centurions. Riley and Jonesy get excited at the idea that they can be Spartans, like in 300, which is not what Glenn meant, but he accepts their enthusiasm anyway. Uh, Next, Glenn needs someone to judge him and find him wanting. Riley and Jonesy know just the right person to yell at Glenn and make him feel bad about himself. But first, they must do a quick ab workout to get into Spartan shape. Okay, boys, this is a real waste of time. I mean, except I can see the work on your bodies. It's very, I mean, it's not a waste of time in that sense. It's working. You look great. You both, we're not doing this for very long, though. I won't just, this won't become a full workout. I won't let it. I don't want to see any more. I like the twisty part. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I like the twisty part. <laughs> that actually got an audible giggle from Tanya when we were watching last night. <laughs> Scene three at the Skids Lair. Uh, something's amiss. Both Connor and Darren are celebrating Easter with their families. Stuart's upset that they're not there for Zombie Jesus Day. By the way, that's my new favorite name for Easter. Zombie Jesus Day. I love it. <laughs> Stuart likes to celebrate all things zombie and Jesus by watching The Last Temptation of Christ, followed by the the zombie films 28 Days Later and 28 Weeks Later, and finishing off by playing the video game The Last of Us until their meth runs out. Uh, But Stuart... But to Stuart, it just won't be the same without the other two skids, and this leaves Stuart in a funk. 
Scene number four, back at the farm, the Hicks are admiring Derry's map, but not his clues. They think the clues are stupid, and Derry's handwriting looks like that of a serial killer, which sets them off on a jag about handwriting. Uh, Squirrely Dan prints in block letters for readability. Kate writes in cursive. I'm told they don't even teach cursive in school anymore. Really? You think I'd fuck around about something like that? (laughs) That's a shame. You know, good handwriting is the hallmarks of the good characters. I thought you said you write in block letters. Just because I don't write in cursives doesn't mean I can't write in cursives. You know, Dan, you've gone ahead and called it a shame. I'm going to go ahead and call it a goddamn shame. Kids need to learn how to do things the old-fashioned way. Pull themselves up by the bootstraps. Show some gumption. Yeah, show some panache. You know what used to say it about me all the time? You used to say kids got panache. Do they say that? Well, they used to say it about me all the time. I think that's the first time I've ever heard Wayne bragging about something. You got... <laughs> and- well, yes, and I want to call two quick points. One, that's the word gumption has been used twice this week, um, <laughs> which I don't know the last time I heard it ever, and it's twice this week. That's Brittle Star and this episode. Gumption. Yeah. It's used uh, quite so that regularly, ex- is it not? Yeah, maybe well, in not this my stuff. world, I guess. I don't know. Come up north. Whatever, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm learning. Um, and the curse of writing thing. This is mm-hmm. a terrifying thought. This is real. I don't know if this is real other places, but this is real here. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the only thing I keep saying to myself is, how are people going to sign their names in the future? Mm. With the next or, or you know. I think already they don't have to. I think you just a digital signature. DocuSign? Is that the future? Like yeah. there's no digital. Yeah. it's fucked to me though that my kids aren't gonna know how to sign their own damn name Mm -hmm. i do have a funny 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 callback to the uh to this uh cursive though i remember i think it was i can't remember what grade i think it was grade eight that linda and i were on opening day teachers night or parents parents uh i forget what orientation where you can go and speak to the teachers and hear hear what the curriculum is going to be yeah and uh and the teachers sharing the curriculum and where all the parents are sitting like idiots in those little desks and, uh, um, and, 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 the, and the teacher goes, and, and, and she's telling us about the, the cursive that they're going to do that curriculum. And this mother stands up and says, my Jimmy does not do cursive. And everybody's like puzzled looking at each other. And the teacher looks at her. Well, that's okay. Uh, 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 for, for your Jimmy, we have uh, a very good reme- remedial programs that we can put him in. Oh, wow. So she, like she, she really put her in her place, but, but it was, that, that's still like for me, like I, that just stands out so That's so crazy. vividly, and uh, watching amazing. this episode brought that back. So, <laughs> so, so, so the good news is, I believe that at least a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. they were still teaching cursive in schools. <laughs> so, hmm. uh, hopefully, they still are. Yeah, I mean, I, I can relate to that that conversation because I feel like we've had it here yeah, too we when we've heard. But you're right; I, I think they still do teach cursive. I think it, maybe it was an urban legend that they stopped or no, something. No, no, they are stopping. Have I them. mean, my kid's in grade five, and he still hasn't even. I mean, I he would have started learning by now. Yeah. Has um, Owen, did Owen learn? No. Oh, okay. So no, that's weird. X as it is. Hmm. No, or a little little you know what? swirly. They, they don't even. You know what? I've 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 watched Owen doing a, like a report, and he doesn't even type. Like he just speaks his words, and then it types for him. Yeah. So that's everything is, everything is gone. Like there's no need for any of it anymore. You just talk. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> 
<laughs> Siri. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, back to the scene here. Uh, the Hicks reread the clue and can't get over how stupid it is. They ask if uh, Derry if all the clues are going to be that stupid. Derry's in the other room already hammered. He's very to a lot hammered. Uh, Wayne asks Derry to take 35 to 40% off before he drinks all the Gus and Brew. Uh, Screed Ann says they better find some eggs soon because he can't be sober around drunk Derry. Uh, next scene, scene five, Riley and Jonesy meet up with Coach in the sauna at the gym. They introduce him to Glenn as a, pot- as the, a potential newest member of the Letterkenny Irish coaching staff. Uh, Coach asks Glenn who, who, who he is, and Glenn responds, I'm Glenn. Uh, let's coach some boys. <laughs> <laughs> Do it again, Al. I'm Glenn. Again. Let's coach some boys. <laughs> Something like that. Anyway. <laughs> Oh, and oh, so dear. begins <laughs> and so begins oh. the first act of Glenn's passion play the judgment so you want to be a hockey coach kind of I want you to judge whether or not I'd be good at coaching hockey ball <laughs> you shouldn't coach hockey ball because you call hockey ball right? you wouldn't know a face off specialist oh, from a stay at home demon I wouldn't but I'd like to this is probably the most time you spent in a gym locker room it isn't but let's not get into it you'd probably call your asshole your penalty box that is personal not true and a good idea <laughs> Thank you, coach. <laughs> oh, I think I've been judged. Oh, I, I, I don't think so. You don't get to float in here, oh. in my spits with your funny little shits, and then just walk out the door. Oh, man. The coach pours some water on the sauna heater and laughs maniacally. <coughs> oh, that's, that's such a good scene. What What was that again? Because it was my favorite thing that he just said. That's personal. And then what's he say? Uh, and a good idea. Something like a good that. Idea. First of all, that's personal and a good idea. Yeah. Oh, best line ever. Um, <laughs> that <old lady> box. <laughs> scene number six. It's amazing. Uh, back at the farm in the tractor sh- shed, uh, Wayne and Katie are looking for eggs. Katie finds a booby trap, so she's out. So is Squirrely Dan, who found the first booby's trap, making him Easter champion. Uh, he's also already three sheets to the wind. He tells his version of the Easter story. Hey, I ever tell you guys about the first Easter? It was a long time ago, and Jesus invited his friends to his house for dinner. And he said, hey, do one of you guys had these chocolate eggs before the Romans come? And Jesus, did you mind feeding my pet rabbit? Amen. Amen. <laughs> uh, I love drunk squirrely. <laughs> So uh, now Wayne is really annoyed since everyone's getting hammered but him. Uh, Next scene, Riley and Jonesy and Glenn are at the skid's lair for act two of Glenn's passion play, Suffering. So you need some sort of Judas kiss and you thought of me. Calm ourselves. No, what I need to do is suffer. So I have come here to leave. I'm not sure I know what you mean by that, Glenjamin. Don't thou? Do I? Doth thee? What? Exeunt. Does the resurrection play a role in this little ditty of yours? She could be an encore. I suppose I'm in then. Rold and Glenn continue to flirt with each other. Riley and Jonesy offer to leave, but Rold says it's better because they're there. Much better. 
<laughs> uh, next scene. Back at the farm, Wayne is the only one hunting for Easter eggs now as Derry, Squirrely Dan, and Katie are getting increasingly drunk and Wayne gets increasingly cold. Finally, Wayne decides to call for help. He calls McMurray, who apparently likes puzzles. Uh, the conversation involves their usual talking over each other. Uh, next scene, uh, Glenn is walking down the road toward the farm. He's being pretend whipped by Riley and Jonesy, followed by Roald and a very annoyed Stuart who's questioning why he was awoken for this. Roald assures Stuart that he's going to like where this is going. Uh, following scene, back at, in the farm kitchen, both Wayne and McMurray have success, successfully completed the Easter egg hunt. Wayne is appreciative of McMurray's help. McMurray does like a good crossword puzzle. He's he's above word searches. He's a simple man after all. And he and Mrs. McMurray got into group Sudoku action down in Minikin, or was a Polko. Uh, Wayne interrupts McMurray as he's anxious to get hammered. He thanks McMurray one last time, calling him a good buddy, and they go find the rest of the gang to tie one on. Next scene, outside the farmhouse, the passion play continues with the third act, the, crucifi <laughs> the crucifixion and resurrection. Glenn is carrying the, the cross. Riley and Jonesy are still pretending to whip Glenn as they walk in a circle, followed by a very drunk Katie, Derry, and Squirrely Dan. Stuart and Roald witness the scene. Wayne and McMurray look very confused. Whoops! What the actual fuck are we looking at, McMurray? <laughs> I don't know, Wayne. I've seen something like this down Caicos once. There were a lot less dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Roald explains to Stuart what's happening. Do you see? Do you see what I have given me? I do not. Extrapolate. Jesus is dying, yet he continues to march. We've skipped many details, but basically he is resurrected. Therefore, he is not constrained by mortality, by time. He is the one who cannot be buried. What the religious call the anti, what the simple call the undead. But what you and I call rolled a zombie. Jesus is a zombie. <laughs> it's so true. Katie brilliant. notes that they've <laughs> simple call the undead. <laughs> uh, Katie notes that they've run out of Gus and Brew and Puppers. Wayne turns to McMurray and says, This is our time. And they, they both retreat into the farmhouse to drink. Riley and Jonesy say they have plenty of both Puppers and Gus and Groot at their place. So they all depart for Riley and Jonesy's home, leaving Stuart and Rold. It's a zombie walk, Stuart. Just like you wanted. March. <laughs> zombie march. Never have I loved thee more. Rold goes in to kiss Stuart, but catches him on the cheek. After an awkward moment, they both hurry along to catch up with the zombie march. Uh, final scene back in the kitchen Wayne and McMurray try to have a chat but they're so alike they keep interrupting each other to say the same thing uh, so they try to work the uh, the issue out the one what McMurray man to man man to man I really wish it wasn't it was so, so difficult, difficult talking to you all the time, time. that's exactly what I was going to say and I know you were and I know about you were what 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 did you just say <laughs> and I know about you were no well I'm pretty sure that's what you just heard you say <laughs> Okay, let's start over there. Start right from the Stop talking. I got something I want to say to you. The count of three. So at the count of three, I'm going to say it, and you don't talk. I'm right with you. So once again, I'll say something at the count of three, and then we you don't, don't talk. Difficulties. All right. I'm just going to do what you say, and then I don't talk. Fuck's sake, McMurray! I'm joining the fucking zombie walk. What's up, Wayne? I made some real progress there. Probably gonna be best friends soon.
and we fade to black. Choreograph chaos. Oh, man. (laughs) All right. Initial thoughts. Victor, what did you think of this episode? Yeah, I thought overall it was was cute. Uh, There was a couple of scenes that I I did enjoy and I laughed. Mm -hmm. Overall, I thought it was, uh, you know, it it was what I would have kind of expecting to get out of the, the kind of these specialty episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, I, again, we can peel the onion a little more as we go, but, um, for me it was okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt. I loved it. <laughs> like loved it. It was so, I mean, I, I will say um, for a holiday episode, again, we always know they kind of go away from the normal. You don't expect storyline because it's not connected ever, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the use of the characters. I thought there's just so many fun things. And, and even for me, like it just, I like their version of Easter. I know, I know they sort of touched <laughs> on them. Like there, there was definitely this, this balance between their traditions and then mm-hmm. uh, what Glenn was trying to do yeah. and, and even um, zombie Jesus Day. you know, talk. Yeah. Oh man, that was brilliant. <laughs> but the, I mean, to me, again, I always celebrate Easter growing up and, mm-hmm. and, and same way, you know, I was celebrating things like Christmas, but to me, it was never a religious thing. I know they are religiously mm-hmm. driven holidays, but from my perspective and how I celebrated them with my family and the way we, enjoyed those holidays it was never mm-hmm. religious based you know there was a bunny and there was the eggs and all that <laughs> and there was never any like religion wasn't really in my home and that's fine that's how yeah. we did it but and same with i mean I, christmas is the same way you know it was mm-hmm. to me it was santa and family and together and thankful and all that jazz but there was no like religious element to it so i'm okay with that and that's how we've chosen to celebrate those and then i love that they have their little tradition here yeah um and and just Derry's excitement about being in charge of running this mess was just so good. And the clues game, there's just, it's, I loved everything about it. Like we do clues here, even with my boys, we do it every year. We do all kinds of clues and let them chase around. And now I've got some ideas of how to make it extra complicated for them. So it's (laughs) going to be fun this year. You're going to use booby traps. (laughs) You got it. (laughs) (laughs) Tanya, what do you think? Oh my gosh. Um, You know, I, I I couldn't help but uh, have a flashback. Because uh, when Alan and I first met a long, long, long time ago, he had never... That was one too many longs. I know. It was a super long time. <laughs> well, I want them, everybody to know we didn't do this as adults. We oh, were oh, okay. very young. Yeah. Um, he had never had an Easter egg hunt. Mm-hmm. And I was floored at that because I'm like, that is just how I grew up. So I think the first Easter we had together, I did an Easter egg hunt for him and uh, bought the ears like Derry was wearing and made him wear them (laughs) and had a little basket and uh, go around the house. And I even told him, like I yanked his chain a bit and told him he had to hop and stuff. So it was a lot of fun. And I had a good, I had a nice flashback watching the show about that. Hmm. Um, so yeah, loved uh, Derry. I, I, you know, this this episode became something so much more on the the second listen, hmm. uh, listening to it now, and and being able to to uh, really hear all of the uh, um, things that are being said, and and it 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 was a great great laugh. Okay, lots of fun. Yeah. Um. All right. So my thoughts, uh, it was, it was uneven and short. It was really short. It was, I felt like, was it? yeah, it was like only 22 minutes long. And I think, I feel like that's short for, for a letter Kenny episode. 
they had some of the most hilarious scenes. Uh, Glenn in the sauna, uh, <laughs> with coach, um, was, was so great. Um, rolled was amazing in this one, like throughout, like he was just gold. Uh, and, uh, there was another scene. Well, I mean, yeah, squirrely Dan being squirrely Dan was really funny. And, and, and Derry uh, being giddy, but it was, I found it uneven. I found it kind of too short and kind of not, not, uh, I don't know. There was something missing that I can't put my finger on. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I kind of like, uh, what Tanya used to say before, I found myself laughing at you guys laughing at it more today, tonight. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> then, uh, and, and I mean, I've, I'd, I'd seen the episode three or four times yesterday alone, uh, doing the notes and, and stuff like that and getting the clips. So, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it was just, it was just okay. Um, Victor- See, and that's how I felt coming into it. But mm-hmm. now it, it, listening to it back again, maybe you just I watch know, it. But you can't, maybe you, can't you watch that- it too many times. Maybe. You can take like a really bad movie. Like, um, mm-hmm. you know, what's that terrible movie that what's her name did after that show? Um, wow. That was a <laughs> wow. lot of. <laughs> Always with your epic descriptions, Victor. Oh, no, I know. Was... Elizabeth. Oh, Elizabeth that one. Sure. Uh, yeah, you and my seven-year-old would get along great. Yeah. No, no. Uh, 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 Berkeley from, um, from Saved by the Bell. What was that terrible, terrible, atrocious movie that she did? That uh, strip girls? Showgirls. Show, yeah, Showgirls. Oh. Yeah, that was so an amazing movie, piece of so, art. <laughs> right. So the movie is just a disaster. But I remember watching it with with a bunch of friends, like while we were drinking, mm-hmm. and oh my god, we had such a blast. It doesn't make the movie any good, mm-hmm. but it was it was fun to watch. So I mean, so you have to, you know, like you rate rate the episode on the on the episode, not on on our interaction. No, yeah, for but, sure. Uh, yeah. But 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 uh, it's uh, Tanya. You reminded me about the Easter egg hunt. So. Mm-hmm. My first Easter egg hunt was here in Toronto uh, when I think I was nine, nine years old, when we went to the CN Tower and it, it just, just coincidentally happened to be the Easter weekend. And, uh, and we had no idea, but when we were up there, they decided to do a special thing for all the kids and they hid uh, kinder eggs all over the place. Oh, wow. So we had to go and hunt for these kinder eggs. I didn't know why I was hunting for them. I didn't know when it, I didn't know what Easter was, but by the end of it, I collected like I think uh, it was my sister and I both. So I think we collected something like twenty-five eggs together. So uh, which was really you know neat. Like these, that's better than those little chocolate eggs. They're mm-hmm. Kinder eggs. Mm-hmm. They're chocolate and <laughs> so, they're toys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Dinner exactly. and a show. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, that was my first uh, experience with Easter here in uh, in, uh, in Toronto. Uh, well, we may have to explain Kinder so, eggs to our American so, listeners since they've been outlawed and banned down there. Uh, they're <laughs> They're chocolate eggs that come with little toys that you assemble. Oh yeah, we inside need them. to know worldwide who has those and who doesn't. This is the they, Nyamo they be ketchup chips this as is, well. This no. is like the Nyamo Bart. Nyamo. But maybe they're still allowed okay. to throw lawn darts. At so I have a question though, Victor. So what did you do Truth. with your children? Did you end up doing an Easter egg hunt or no? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, this was new for me, not for Linda. She mm-hmm. was born oh, and raised okay. in, in uh, born and raised here, mm-hmm. so. 
uh, they were doing, it, it's the same as Matt, like uh, for Christmas and Easter and, and stuff like that was gotcha. not really religious based. It mm-hmm. was just more tradition based. And uh, we continue to do those things. Though, as I think I mentioned before, I was trying to get them to move uh, the whole Santa and Christmas uh, gift exchange to for New Year's, but uh, that never sold. So um, <laughs> uh, what, what are you going to do? Yeah. And, and I mean, to be clear, I was born and raised Catholic. Uh, so Easter was always this super religious holiday. I'd never That's why I never did the Easter egg hunt. I did get chocolate and Easter chocolate and Easter bunnies, but the whole act of doing the Easter egg hunt the first time was, yeah, when, when you know, when I was a, an, a late, late teenager dating Tanya. So there you go. Yes. <laughs> well, there you go. Vic, Victor, what's your uh, rating for this episode? Uh, well, yeah, I got to give this one a clearance. And, and, and again, my, my whole thing, my favorite scene in this episode was definitely in the sauna. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, I thought that was brilliant. Everything, I loved everything about it. Um, but the rest of it, I just, I just didn't, I, I, Glenn, obviously I love Glenn. I love everything, but the storyline itself, it was just kind of too hokey for me. Uh, uh, and I wasn't really into the skit storyline either. Um, and so the Hicks, obviously the, the whole Easter egg was fun, but I guess I don't find, um, the whole drunk thing very funny. Like, uh, I feel like, I don't know, they're, they're at their best. Mm-hmm. When they're not drunk, mm-hmm. I, I really, really, I'm happy. I, I'm so happy with their very creative writing when they're not drunk, and when they get drunk, that it's just like it, it's you know reminds me of that episode that I, I really don't like, which was the season ender of mm-hmm. what I think three. season three. What yeah. was it? It you know that's when things go downhill for me. So um, uh, yeah, overall, this was a clearance, Matt. Uh, yeah, I don't think based on my first comment, any surprise. It's a fresh. Um, and 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 actually, Al, I, I'm surprised by your comments as well. Hmm. Um, I, I I actually completely disagree. You talk about unbalanced. I feel like it was perfectly balanced, in the sense that I mean, as I've already talked about, you know, holidays like Easter, especially in North America, are interpreted very different by everyone. And and I would say there's two very polar opposites one is very religious based which mm-hmm. was the glenn and his whole version what he was trying to do with it and then the, and then the hicks and what they just had a fun tradition around the, the the bunny and the eggs and all that and yes it was a drunken mess <laughs> it was a lot of fun their friends friends finds way to do it. but but i loved how they just totally contrasted the two different ways in which people um look at easter and mm-hmm. and take it so and, and even even wayne's um Although he had to be sort of urged because he found this one silly and, you know, ridiculous. His commitment to it once Katie bought, uh, had him buy in was unwavering. Well, so even as all friends, right, you don't fuck with tradition. Yeah. And, um, yeah. and and he just staying on. And, and even when they're all getting drunk, he's like, I'm going to find those fucking eggs. And um, <laughs> I thought it was so great. Um, There's just so many good moments to me. I, I laughed. I mean, yeah, the sauna scene was absolutely brilliant. <laughs> Um, the, 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 oh, the Wayne and McMurray banter to me is becoming one of my favorite aspects of the show. It. It's, <laughs> it just, I, I giggle the entire time because they try so hard and just you watching Wayne's frustrations. He wants <laughs> to be friends with him so bad, yeah. but it's just not working because he's the one guy he relates to the most probably yeah. in that entire town is McMurray. He and McMurray are so alike, except for that one thing about McMurray being a deviant sexually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. That prevents Wayne from like, you know, really bonding with him. <laughs> but what, man, what, what I <laughs> go ahead. 
I was just going to say what's just what's so brilliant about that and why it works. Yeah. It's so meta, right? Mm-hmm. Because the, what their frustration is their complete lack of chemistry. Yeah. And the reason that works is because of their complete chemistry. Yeah. Right. As yeah. actors, like mm-hmm. it just it's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. You 100 percent. I was exactly about to use the word chemistry and you're spot on, Victor. Mm-hmm. It's so they play off each other so well. It looks natural, even though it's chaotic yeah. and it works. And I, you got to hand it to them. I would love to have been a fly on the wall, an extra on the set, anything during those scenes, because I bet you they have a hard time getting through them because mm-hmm. they are so well done. I'm sure there's lots of footage, my friend. Mm-hmm. Lots of yeah, footage. a lot of bloopers on yeah. on uh, YouTube that we can we can uh, definitely revisit. Um, it yeah. also it's again, and it would it's probably completely different character, uh, but it puts you in mind also that Dan, Dan Petro, Petronovich uh, was yeah, supposed yeah. to be Squirrely Dan, so you, you makes you wonder uh, how that would have been different, like you know how that character would have been different because you're right, uh, yeah. you perfectly put there, Victor. They're so alike. Uh, but they're so incompatible because they're so alike uh, and and they do have that really great chemistry. Uh, Tanya? Yeah. Okay. So I want to say that I completely agree with Victor. Um, Watching the show last night, um, I I saw it exactly the same way that you saw it. I am not a fan of the the drunken characters. Um, I saw it in terms of dairy and his Easter egg and, his um hunt around the farm and and it just yeah it did it 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 fell flat um listening to it though tonight um and looking at it from the other angle which is not dairy and the easter egg hunt but it's stewart and it or not stewart it's the the priest mm-hmm. um and and it's glenn and and the the uh, story sure. yeah if you if you can <laughs> If you if you look past Derry and the whole Easter Bunny thing and and his hunt, which is comical, but um, it doesn't really carry the show. But when you start looking at 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 the angle of Glenn and him pulling all of the characters together, all of the different um, like Hicks and Skids and and Jocks, um, that actually then becomes a different story mm-hmm. and a much better story of of how. Um, it, it, it is, it's the best Easter story because I, th- I have, I I've sat down and watched every single movie. I think, I think at Easter time, um, my parents were always, or my dad was always into watching those, uh, movies. Um, but were you watching the zombie movies too? I wasn't watching the zombie <laughs> movies, but, but definitely Does watching include the Charlie Brown special. Though? Definitely uh, yeah. watching Christ. Um, um, um temptation. Yeah. No, not that one. The 10 commandments. Ten That's commandments. The, the, oh, over and over oh, again, yeah. on repeat every year. I think it was videotaped and mm-hmm. watched repeatedly anyways. So, um, when, when you shift your, your view to, to Glenn's, uh, storyline, the, the whole show takes on a different, um, outlook. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and when you start looking at, at, at it that way, then, um, Matt's completely on, on point. Like the, the show is funny. It pulls everyone together and how, uh, Roland finds a way to, to have Stuart. And then at the, at the end to dairy hopping around <laughs> as like, if you, if you watch closely, Derry's still hopping mm-hmm. with his Easter bunny yeah. ears on, uh, 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 with, uh, Glenn, um, being Christ. Anyways, super funny. I think it deserves a fresh. Oh, wow. Well yes. done. 
Well done, Tanya. Well done. You uh, you you make a good point. I wonder if this if I would have enjoyed this episode more had they centered. I mean, the main storyline is the Hicks and the Easter egg hunt, but had they made the main storyline Glenn and his passion play and made the the Hicks the secondary storyline. You know what I mean? Like started with it and and because because there was there was. There was a uh, structure to to the Glenn storyline. They had the uh, acts one, two, and three, and and uh, you know they were pulling all everyone together through like as he's going from one act to another. He's recruiting Riley and Jonesy. He's he's he, they recruited Coach. They recruited uh, Stewart and Rold, and then they end up at at uh, the farm. I thought it was well done. And everything and, else is the commercial. Yeah, everything else is kind of the extra. Uh, I mean, and then and then the whole Hicks storyline. Beca- I'm gonna get him becomes more <laughs> just you know it's just uh, the 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 uh the comedic part of it anyway i'm still going to give it no, a come on i was changing your mind no 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 because I did change your th- mind. in the end that's not what the episode was though it was it was the other way around no it and wasn't it was and the hicks it's all the way you perceive it <laughs> it was spinning, spinning your own narrative on it doesn't change what we actually saw yesterday yeah so I'm giving it, a, it. I'm giving it, it. A, I'm giving it a clearance. Uh, okay, it was okay. Oh, I'm, I'm wait, wait. I'm just gonna you. before you just before you type that in. Mm-hmm. I already wrote it down. No, you can always cross it out. You cross out other things. But the you use cursive. Account. Okay, listen. No, I, I, I print in block letters listen, like Scully Dan. You gave well, that put other in cursive. Show. The future won't be able to read it. Yeah. Remember the cold open mm-hmm. where um, they were talking about um, the urinals and peeing and 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 mm-hmm. ants mm-hmm. Yeah. riding and on, on yeah. right. That was stupid. <laughs> that was absolutely <laughs> ridiculously stupid. So that just shows that the show isn't the, about the cold open. Just mm-hmm. because this one started with dairy and the whole Easter Bunny. Thing. But I like the cold open. It was it was a very well shot cold open. It wasn't funny, but it was it was a nice cold open. But Look, just think cold about- open had nothing to do with my clearance rating. No, no, everything about this episode was fine. I'm giving it a clearance. I'm not giving it a compost. It you was should, fine. There were there were one or two. Yeah, you're hu- giving it the wrong one, but that's okay. Yeah. I mean, it's not. <laughs> you are. There, there were one or two hilarious moments. Yes. But uh, I found the writing, especially There's for the Hicks, sensing more. a couch coming. That was more than one or one or two. There was more. Look at all the things that Glenn did. Glenn no, was I, I, time, 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 time out. Time out. No, no, no. I, I call. I call. I call this one. Come now, on. How many times did you hear Tanya laugh when you were watching the episode with her? Well, she did laugh. Uh, I think once or twice, uh, audibly, which is more than she usually does. And on episodes that I she hold my, yeah, she usually I, I hold holds it back. Face. So that yeah, the poker face. So I was. I, I had a feeling she enjoyed this episode, but I wasn't sure. I'm. I didn't not. I okay. Season four has been the best season so far. It's been gold after gold after I've given every episode a fresh. I can't give this one a fresh because it doesn't, uh, as, as, as Victor would say, it doesn't measure up to the other, the rest of the, the season. Uh, I've, I found the, the writing a little a lacking way to pull in all of the, the characters. I know. And normally I like it. And, and I do like, I like the fact that, that everyone was involved thing, in this. Uh, and Glenn even brought in coach, which I, I, know, I, I enjoyed. Yeah. Like coach didn't bother me this round. And, and he wasn't like yeah, Mark forward was awesome in this one. Yeah. He was, yeah, so good. He was really good. Very, very subdued uh, performance, subdued. but it was, it was, uh, yeah, there was no garbage can. He was kicking. Yeah. Out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, sorry guys. It's a clearance. Oh, uh, this you, one's, you a, it's still a good rating, but it's a clearance. And, and this may be the if first, I can change my mind. You can change your mind too. 
This may be the first time we've been split this way. With- I love your, I love your ambition. <laughs> she wore her unicorn onesie today because she thought we were going to have a unicorn. Mm-hmm. I think. No, no, I was freezing. I was freezing. <laughs> All right, let's go to top fives, Victor. Uh, this doesn't touch your top five, probably. It does not. No. no. Uh, Matt, does this uh, touch your top five? No, it's definitely in the, I'm, I'm with our girl, Eliza. It's definitely in our top, my top 10. It was, mm-hmm. she, she posted that in our group that mm-hmm. there was some banter return. Steven, Steven apparently didn't like this one either. And, mm-hmm. and I don't understand that the life of me, but <laughs> that's okay, Steven. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a top 10 for me. I, I, I thought it was a blast mm-hmm. and, um, there was just, there was a lot of good moments. Like what the actual fuck guys, like <laughs> this is a good I, one. I, and, I, was, and I, was surprised. I was surprised by Eliza's comment. Like I have all the episodes to get excited about. I just didn't think for me, I didn't think this episode would be polarizing at all. I thought it would be, yeah, I kind of liked it. I kind of didn't like it or whatever. I didn't think there would be any extremes on it. Cause mm-hmm. I, I certainly didn't not like it. I just didn't love it. Yeah. And so that's yeah. the whole per, that's the whole it, purpose of having that clearance rating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, and maybe it was just so many things that, resonated with me mm-hmm. like like from the way the tradition was done i mean i i've had a lot of drunken stupor days with my friends younger like then this is the kind of shit we probably would have done and probably <laughs> did at some point um so and there's just the interpretations of it all i thought mm-hmm. was so so great there were so many good things about this episode that made me laugh my ass off yeah um yeah and, and from a holiday perspective and in which are normally sort of side show episodes i thought this was the best one Wow. Really? No, yeah. That, see, no. Yeah. That, this, that this leaves is, me a little bit discouraged about what's to come. This is my least favorite ho- of the come holiday on. episode so far. Uh, really? Yeah, I thought Hall- Halloween was so far number one, number two, St. Patty's Day, and now this one, yeah, is a far, far no. third. No, I disagree completely. Yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, that's why uh, that's why we do this, right? Glenn was fin- fantastic. <laughs> Absolutely, hands down, awesome. I didn't hate and, the episode. And the one thing we haven't even really touched on mm-hmm. is the fact that the skids took it all around and they summed up that zombie jesus was a zombie yeah no i it, it was it, you're, you're right that, so that's what i took from this episode. i really enjoyed the writing for the 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 skits but, but, but wait you, allegedly you, you really gotta you gotta go you gotta stretch it i enjoyed to, the to writing get... for the skids i i didn't I, I enjoyed the 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 writing for uh pastor glenn i found the writing for the hicks story a little a little wanting i, I found it a little uh weak it, that was weak but you can't look at it that way but it was the main storyline no, and it's not. and look again it's season four has been line. all fresh until now I, right. I, i've got to put my foot down um <laughs> 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 matt what what uh, oh yeah you already said this doesn't uh, break your top five tanya does this break your top five i love how you like like <laughs> did a Oh. Well, because I'm look, staring right at Fartbook right I now. I know and- you are, and just because you want it doesn't mean I do. So no, no. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna just leave as is. Okay, Tanya, so- you got to get over yourself at some point. It needs to leave the list. <laughs> uh, uh, Victor, I'm gonna guess this doesn't break your top five. No, we, we started we, with him. Yeah. We, oh, we that's right. That's all right. Yeah. So, never mind. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm tired this week. Uh, and yeah, no, it, it it my top five remains untouched uh, by this episode. Uh, let's move on to some listener comments. Uh, we have a new uh, um, Twitter follower, Logic Bomb, 
I don't know if he's new. Anyway, he, he's new to, to the group. How are you now? I love the podcast. I've listened to every episode. It is a great companion to the show. I live in Lenoki, Arkansas, a town with a population of just under 5,000. And I find Letter Kenny to be very relatable. My name is Christian Hicks. <laughs> so uh, I'm not sure if my mother <laughs> named me after the town factions or not. <laughs> anyway, keep up the great work. Many hugs and BJs from me to you. <laughs> <laughs> so. I love that. So I had to. Uh, I, With a last name like Hicks, he is not Portuguese. Well, he's a Christian and a Hicks, and but he's not Portuguese. No, and but but he knows what a Great, BJ man. is. But he knows what a BJ. Is. Well, let's hope. I mean, he could be. You know, I'm not going to judge. Uh, he could be. Uh, <laughs> meaning the other way um and uh din- dinner bl- <laughs> oh dear dinner bloom he's a, another one of our new followers love the chemistry among you all and k trev sounding like he felt uh, right at home was super endearing so yes he's he's obviously referring to our k trevor episode which is now i believe our third highest downloaded episode only behind the pilot and uh, the first two episodes so uh he and so they've had way more time to marinate and k trev is only like a month in and he's already like he's he's hot on their heels so uh predictably i mean you know i figured that was going to happen um that's funny because i imagine our pilot episode is a hot mess well it is but it's all it's still like you know if somebody's like oh let me try this uh podcast so that's that'll be the first one they listen to right i should really take it down because i have heard it and it it is a hot mess compared to everything else we've done since it's it's not great but uh uh you know uh, the fact that uh, people stuck around to listen to more, you know, that's that's promising. <laughs> uh, so final comments, Victor. Oh, there's Moose. Uh, hey, Moose. Oh, hey. Hey, little buddy. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, I, there's so much going on. I'm still kind of getting uh, – I, I really enjoyed uh, the – the talk we had with the uh, Brawl Star because mm-hmm. it gave gave me a chance to introduce him and all the the work that he does to the family mm-hmm. and they're loving it like the the thing he, this week with the colors around our city <laughs> yeah. or around our my province I don't even know what it is uh, that was brilliant uh, uh, and so <laughs> just just really enjoying just really enjoying all the all the stuff that uh, go, going over all the stuff that I really enjoyed of his mm-hmm. and sharing it with the family that that's really fun um, in terms of this episode yeah let's you know let's keep on moving on and then get to the next season i'm really looking forward to it uh because uh season four was just incredible Mm -hmm. uh and 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 um uh which was a surprise to me right because dean told us that uh dean giles told us that season three was was his his favorite and And it was uh, a great season season as well it it was but season four kills season three i think Mm. uh season four is really where the show really finds itself Mm -hmm. uh, and 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 I, so I can't wait to, to see what season five holds. Well, you can tell Dean yourself uh, next week because he'll be on uh, for the recap. Yep. Uh, Matt, any final comments? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm with Victor on, on a lot of that around. This This was such a great season. I'm mm-hmm. excited to do the recap coming up. Um, I will say this week felt, as much as I love you guys, a little lonely. <laughs> I feel like we've had guests for quite some time in our uh, last yeah, yeah. Uh, little string of um, recordings, which has been a lot of fun, too. Mm-hmm. And I hope we we can get some more guests on because those are always a blast, but, uh, but no, yeah, I, I'm, I'm right with you. I think it's this found, uh, this was really a fun season. I thought we had a lot of good moments in here. Mm-hmm. Um, I continue to look forward to this every week and, and I can, I and honestly, I, it's been so long since I've watched the series. It's all feels new to me every time I hit every episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
even today as we were watching the Easter one, um, Jenna was even saying, she's like, have we ever seen this? I'm like, no, we haven't. Mm -hmm. So we had actually never seen any of these holiday episodes. Um, I think where we were getting our content before didn't have anything except the main series. So it's like, we didn't even know these exist. So these are little Easter eggs along the journey, right? Mm -hmm. You're saying, what you're saying uh, is it's it's, (laughs) pirates don't like the holidays then is what you're saying. No, apparently not. I would never do such a thing like pirate content, but anyways, I am now a supporter of crave Yes, and I'm getting my content clean. Yes. So yeah. Anyways, it's, it's fun. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. He's reformed. reformed. Danya, any final comments? uh having a lot of fun and uh let's keep it going Mm -hmm. uh yeah so i agreed season four stellar uh looking forward to the recap next week with dean um i I, i'm curious to know well from you the three of you but also from uh, our listeners uh they can let us know what do you think about us having uh non-cast member guests i really enjoyed brittle star (laughs) But I feel like and and I feel like it was justified having him because he is such a Letterkenny fan and he he's he's somewhat what known, maybe not outside of Canada, but, uh, you know, to Canadians, uh, you know, he's got a, a very large following. But I mean, I'm always going to be trying to get uh, cast member guests on. But obviously uh, that's, you know, the tall order once, you know, once we've had a, a bunch on it's going to get more and more difficult. Um, what do you think of having non non cast member guests, but you know, people who are known and who have interesting stories that we can interview. Um, yeah. what, what did you guys and, think? Yeah. And now I'd expand that to cast and crew. Yes. Cause again, we have Danny coming on and his mm-hmm. crew yeah. Yeah. and they're just, I mean, they're, they're the ones that make the show happen. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. I think real star was great. I, I hope others find mm-hmm. that interview as inter- as entertaining as we did. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause again, everyone, we were all gathered around the shared interest that we love this show. Yep. And, um, and I mean, the I four hope of, that comes through the four of us are amateurs, right? So, I mean, we, we, people seem to like the chemistry we have, which is great, but I mean, Brittle star, yeah. he, he brought it, like he brought yeah. stories. He was funny. Uh, he, you know, he's, yeah. he's, 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 he's very talented. His whole family's very talented. So that's yeah. why I, I felt like we could bring him on and do that kind of interview with him. Um, I mean, yeah. and if we land Jonathan Torrens, everyone's opinion might change as well. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Uh, t- what did you think? Uh, yeah. Go ahead, Tanya. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you caught me off guard. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, Victor, you you're going to say something. Um, I was going to say definitely. Well, I mean, Brill Star is almost a slam dunk, but just because he's so relatable to to our community, mm-hmm. his roots, his roots and Letter Kenny roots are in social media. So, yeah. uh, you know, so it's not like such a far stretch uh, to to have a guest like that on. But I mean, I think that, you know, just have be having um, our listeners be part of our community. Mm-hmm. There's such broad interests, yeah. uh, whether you want to talk about beer or you want to talk about uh, um, uh, trains, conducting trains. How much or, train talk was in the first episode, yeah. by the way? Oh, man. Uh, oh, my God. So much or, or, or music mm-hmm. or like playing instruments or whatever, right? Like yeah. the art, there's just, there's such broad interests and, mm-hmm. and, and opportunities. If you have interesting people that have interesting stories uh, that people can connect to and there's authenticity there, um, I think that people will love that and they'll eat it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and also it breaks up the monotony as well a little, yes. little bit too, right? So yeah. it's not like we're, it's not like we're uh, changing ourselves. We're mm-hmm. just adding a little pepper and salt 
to it all. So I think it's, uh, it's, it's, it's great. Yeah. I, I, I hope, I hope uh, our listeners think the same. I mean, we'll always have the listeners on now. I think, I think we, uh, I really enjoyed that. I mean, Matt, you made an illusion that it kind of feels lonely not to have a, f- a fifth panelist now, now that we've had him uh, this season. So we'll, we'll strive to continue doing that where, uh, we'll have listeners on as panelists, um, to, to join us with, with our reviews and recaps. Matt, you had mentioned you have a, a buddy who's a former lacrosse player that might want to come on and he has to be yeah. a patriot. Well, well if, <laughs> if he's a, you know, if he's a friend, maybe we can make an exception. No, uh, no exceptions. <laughs> Tanya's all about <laughs> no, the money and again, now. Yeah. I mean, I, I, he, he said he'd happy to do it mm-hmm. again. I, I, I think he'd come on as a panelist, but mm-hmm. there's things he could talk about. Yeah. He's got some um, great connections and, and, great stories with the indigenous community as well, which mm-hmm. connects to this kind of show. So he, um, he would bring a lot to the, the show and I, and I know he'd love to come on some time as well. Okay. Well, let's, let's make All it happen right, next. I'll accept it. Yeah, let's make it happen next season. So <laughs> the way I see right now, there'll be two kind of formats. There'll be the interview format that we've done now with Kate Trevor, with uh, Patrick and with uh, riddle star where, you know, they've got stories they want to share and, and we want to learn more about them. And then the other kind of guest, which will be a panelist guest, which will come on and help us review and recap. And I think those can be our listeners and and, and friends that we want to bring on. So uh, uh, we'll continue doing that. And uh, again, I'd love to hear uh, your, uh, you know, if you're listening, hear your uh, opinion and uh, and even any suggestions about somebody we might be able to to get that may be gettable. Like, you know, I tried to get... Uh, <laughs> Uh, what's his name there from uh, the actor? Who is the big Hollywood actor who professes love for Let- Letterkenny? Uh, Ru- oh, Ru- not Russell Crowe. Oh, uh, Ed Norton. Norton. Ed Norton, Norton yeah. yeah. So he hasn't returned any of my uh, uh, calls. So <laughs> but- <laughs> I, I said Russell Crowe because I just watched the movie with him called Unhinged, where he goes all, all loopy and does road rage and ch- chases a m- woman and around the city. Oh, that's- um, it was Is it pretty... It, it, I I liked it, but I know right. that if um, you know Linda wouldn't enjoy it. So, Sounds like if you like Russell Crowe, and he's really uh, he gained a lot of weight for that role, oh. or or he gained a lot of weight and got the role, I, one or the <laughs> other. I don't know. So, sounds like a remake of Falling Down. So I don't know. Uh, maybe yeah it was it was similar to that that's the one where he where uh, what's his name goes all loopy and st- gets angry at Michael the car Douglas? Alarm. yeah Michael yeah Douglas, yeah. yeah. Yeah, start smashing cars because they're beeping. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to play us off recap. here uh, with uh, a, a song from this episode. And let me uh, bring up my Spotify. The song is called Maniacs from uh, Hoxley Workman, who uh, is a former resident of uh, Stratford, as uh, Brittle Star had mentioned last week. Uh, and also a great uh, musician songwriter. I've heard him on Toronto Mike. He's a uh, he's a very interesting dude, and and uh, I guess uh, Letter Kenny thought so too because they use one of his songs called Maniacs. <laughs> Matt, I'm. He's so- bopping to the music, <laughs> but. But it sped up for a second, wow. so like you went triple speed. It was comical. It was comical. <laughs> and that's all we have for this episode. Next week, we welcome our good friend Dean Giles from the How Are You Now podcast for our season four recap. If you'd like to support the podcast, rate us on iTunes or become a patron. There's a Patreon link on our site or our Twitter profile at Pod. 
Thanks for joining us. Now we're going to decorate some Easter eggs, go on a zombie march, and drink, but probably not in that order. On behalf of Matt, Victor, Tanya, and myself, thank you for listening, and have a great week. Yeah.